was a way to give res show respect to the audience and respect your own business. It was a way to protect it. Ladies and gentlemen, heels and faces, casual wrestling fans, and all of you smart marks, I am Mr. Richie Moon. And I'm Kayfabe AJ. And I'm E.A. And this is Kayfabe Avenue, and this is the All Out Review. So let's start right from the tippity top. Let's go into the buy-in. E.A., kick, kick us off. Who was the first match? First match was Joey Janela versus Sun Pentaco. How y'all feel about it? It was, a good, it was a good match, you know. Joey Janela was out looking, looking for, looking for some retribution after after he got his ass handed to him by Jericho and Dynamite. I feel yeah, like Janela is just there. You said Janela like is there. He's just there. He's not doing much. I feel like any any of the shine, and especially yesterday, I thought this while watching. We're just a few uh, short hours removed from All Out. Uh, obviously, I was tired as fuck, so we had to do this the next day. But while I was watching it, the first thing I thought was, damn, ever since he fought Mox, that was like his last real great match. Other than that, what has he done? They haven't given him nothing. And then even him uh, partnering up with um, Sonny Kiss, they're not even doing much together. The last thing we saw Sonny Kiss was uh, the – match against Cody for the for the TNT championship like so what are they right. doing together? they're not doing nothing together but your partner I feel like Joey Janelle is one of those guys that you could put him against a Darby um, we obviously seen him against Kenny which was a good match we also we saw him against Mox he could he could take these hard hits he could do these hardcore matches he could do these gimmick matches why are they not using Joey Janela? he's no longer a bad boy to me honestly I agree. I think he just needs like a, a good proper program or uh, some sort of rivalry with somebody and create a story with him and Sonny Kiss and, you know, take it from there. He's a great wrestler, great talent, but they, he's just like stuck in the middle of um, nowhere. Like he's not really doing anything impressive or like, or, you know, he's just getting random matches. I think he had a match on Dynamite that was just from whatever, you know, like he just need a proper story or something. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, I'm I'm happy he got on the card, but let's be real. There's probably a handful of people. I would have rathered the the initiative, the fallout from the initiative, them breaking up on BTE officially. I'd rather have that match at All Out. You officially broke them up. Why not have the uh you know somebody has to win against Harry right. and and Brandon Color? Like, why not give us that? It ha it would have had more meaning. At all out a big pay per view for AEW, then a throwaway Joey Janela versus Serpentico. We could have had that match on Dynamite. Hell, we yeah. already had it on Dark. We could have had it on Dark. We could have had it on any other even night. Even though it was just a pre-show, we didn't need this match. I would have yeah. rather Cutler versus the Librarian. You know, somebody has to win. That's a big storyline that's been like brewing for how many weeks now? Months. It's actually right. going on for the entire time that AEW's been going on, actually. You, you, you do the WWE thing and you give us a throwaway match on... on. 
Yeah. I agree. All right, so let's move on to let's move on to the next match. Next match, um, Private Party versus the Dark Order. My people from House of Glory. I'm always gonna be biased. You know what I'm saying? I don't care how anybody I feel. My people's hey, Private Party. And another thing I was thinking during this match, I'm like, I should be biased towards uh, Private Party. They're from New York. They're from Brooklyn. Yep. So I should have that connection and that want. But they're another. They're another thing. Like, what are they really doing? You know, like it was a good match. Don't get don't get me wrong, it was a good match, but I felt like the Dark Order should have won this. The Dark yeah. Order, uh specifically Silva impressed the hell out of me. Small guy. Yeah. Uh, there was a few times that they did taxi maneuvers or, or finisher style moves that I felt like should have ended the match. And for some reason, they would just wanna do like a roll up, steal steal the win out from Dark Order. Has to be all night. Like, I don't, I don't know. I, I didn't like the booking of, of this. I felt the Dark Order's in a position where they're the top act on BTE. They're beginning to be one of the top acts on Dynamite. Why not sh show full strength and the fact that they probably were the highlight of this match? Why not let Dark Order win this? Yeah, Dark Order should have won this match. The private part of me was a good match. You know, I mean, Dark Order, I Dark agree. Order should have won this match. Straight up. Really I nice. agree with I agree with y'all saying, you know what I mean? Like it's time for you know, Dark Order is really getting booked strong these past couple of weeks. They're looking real good. But yo, private party hasn't got a win in a while. Like they've been on a little losing oh, streak they, too. They've been getting a little win here and there. They have right. um, they, can take a, they can take a loss though. They're all right. They're they're in a position to take a loss. Okay. I don't know, man. I'm always gonna be biased. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna keep it real. They haven't been attached to any specific tag team as far as rivalry goes. They're here and then they're gone. Then they're back. They win. Like it. It doesn't lead to anything. So maybe this is gonna be the beginning of a feud between them and the Dark Order. And I hope so. You can see, uh, you know, a, a part two to this match. Maybe you know it, it goes long term. I mean. Private Party does need to be elevated, and the Dark Order is on the rise. But I feel like uh, you were right. Dark Order should have won. Dark, Dark Order should have won. That's just a, a few between a few between both of them will get both teams bigger. Like let's yeah. keep it real. Like that, you're establishing Brody Lee as this dominant force, and he has the biggest stable, and they're becoming exactly. the dominant stable in AEW. Yep. You should have showed this by having the opener. The, the the dark order winning this. Exactly. Uh I agree. So let's open this let's open this show up proper, shall we? Yes sir. So the next the next match we officially in the pay per view. Britt Baker versus Big Swole in a tooth and nail match. How y'all feel about the it, brothers? Of the WCU. Yeah, WCU. <laughs> this is the first of WCU for for, for AEW. And they did and they did not. They didn't, they didn't really. They didn't really hit it out the park like they should have. Yo, I uh, thought the match was hilarious. I I, I was watching. Was... Like I can't take this serious, yo. It was just. And here's the it thing. Was... Here's the thing. There was nothing against them what they did, but it's really yeah. a, and it, this is AEW's fault. AEW's whether it's Dynamite, whether it's pay per views, traditionally their first match is boom, 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 boom. boom. So we don't even have a chance. Like oh, 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 oh. Oh, yeah. oh, 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 oh. What they should have done was have the Young Bucks versus Jurassic Express, which is the next match. Had that be the right. opener of, of 
all out. Then this be the second match so we could kind of like take our breath. I mean, it was yeah, like, wind down, we, wind down. I, I this agree. match did what it was supposed to do, but I don't know. I'm kind of like, I like Big Swole, but sometimes I kind of just don't believe Big Swole. I just gotta be I'm, honest. I just don't believe her sometimes. It's just like, she just, I mean, uh, on, on the flip side, she takes me out the sometimes. She takes me out the moments. I agree with what you're saying uh, fully, Richie. I think they should have had a match first, like a very traditional match, and then, like, a couple weeks later, lead into some shit like this. Not this being the first match she's out of her injury and stuff like that, you know? Tony Khan, at the end of All Out, he spoke about um, even inserting this. This was a last-minute decision to insert this match into the the pay-per-view. They said that they had enough Mm -hmm. money to do it. The, the reason behind the two nail matches and cinematic um, take on it and not an official match is because Rebecca is still fresh out of injury. So mm. they okay. just can't really go. Just can't really go. So the first place you get it physical, so they did it in this style. And, you know, it was actually produced what? by um, Kenny Omega. Um, damn, uh, what's his name? The, Jerry Lynn. Jerry Lynn. And Jerry Lynn. The father, the father of the V-Trigger. And, and Tony Khan. So, and, and one more person, but it was between them. They felt like it, it came off good enough that they could insert it and it protected uh, Britt Baker. So, I, I appreciate it for that. They brought Britt, yeah. Britt Baker back. It's been a long time since we've seen her actually do anything. Outside yeah. And the funny uh, promo and gimmicks and stuff. So, as far as what you said about Big Swole, I agree. Like, yeah, I, I could believe that you're probably more of a badass than Britt Baker is. But outside of that, it's like you're kind of like a bully picking on Britt. You know you can whoop her ass. Yeah. Technically. Um, Britt- it's not even her character. It's just like literally the things that she does sometimes that just like literally just takes me out the moment sometimes. It's just like uh, – like you lose – it's just it's like, it's like you lose me. Just like uh, – uh. Ah, uh, maybe I'm being a little bit too. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm, I'm, I'm slicing the hair is a little bit too thin because I'm an actor, and it's just like I see you acting. That's the problem. I'm not supposed to see you acting. Just WWE style of uh, promo. She, yes, yes, yes. She's very yeah. much um. Yeah, she, Big Swole definitely, definitely moves in a in a WWE style. Nobody talks like that. Like, yeah, like robotic, that. like robotic. Nobody's gonna really do that in fight. It's not nobody natural. That, you know what I'm saying? But I mean, but it I doesn't think, come off natural. Yeah, exactly. That's what that exactly hit it right on the head. Yeah, it, it doesn't come off natural. But I mean, for for the sake of the match, what it was supposed to do in the comedy spots, I think it hit. I think it ticked all the yeah. boxes that it was. It was the supposed. Thing that to. was like a little off. Was the thing with the syringe? Like they actually stuck the syringe in her leg. Yeah. yeah. Was that really necessary? It could. It could have been a little. I mean, it could have been a little bit better timing. But I you know, it was, you know. enjoy Britt Baker doing her best, like stalker, serial killer. Yeah. yeah, like she tried to yeah. make it look like a, a little horror flick. It was hilarious. Like a yeah, lot of the spots. So that, it was. It was. Yeah, but I agree with you, Richie. You should have went like in the middle of the card or somewhere else after we watched like a five star match or something. That would have been like a good segue into it. You know, like to calm that's people down way, or whatever. That's the way AEW has programmed us for their for their programming. They start off all their matches just like, and we're just like, oh, 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 oh okay, okay, all right, all right, all right, okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> You just said it, brother. Young Bucks versus Jurassic Express. Woo. So going in, I'm like, okay, 
I'm already a little down. They should have had certain storylines on this card. And this match had no story. Uh, it did. Yeah. It didn't it have did. a story. It was ranked. It was pretty much about the ranking. The story that it had was only about the Bucks. It wasn't about a rivalry between the two. Yeah, and it was because they won on Wednesday the the four men um, right. tag match that they went mm-hmm. against each other. So it was like it seemed like a little rush situation. It, it was a little rush. Like, like like this match, besides it being branded for the ranking system, it was just a reason to have the young Bucks on the show. With that okay, being that, said, I did like the match. It was a great match. I liked everything about it. I like the fact that the Bucks have started to show more of an edge. They're starting to show yeah. ever since Hangman cost them the, the tax uh, title opportunity. Mm-hmm. They, they've been showing yeah. that, that more badass, you know, a, approach to fighting people, and they showed it against Jurassic Express. So I definitely I li- enjoyed this match. And for me, not expecting much out of it because they didn't have too much build up a story behind it. I think it was probably one of the better matches on All Out. Let's talk about how um, Jack Jack um, Jack Perry Jungle Boy is really improving a lot in his in ring technique. Like every week, he's impressing me more and more with a, with a lot of his a shit he's burn. doing. Let's, let's let's be real. They give him they give Jurassic Express collectively more burn than almost any AEW like original wrestler. Yeah, and, and, and he's knocking over. it out the park. Like he's taking advantage of it. And he's really doing his thing. Like he's very, he, he's getting from when we saw last year to now. Like he's a totally different wrestler in the ring, and maybe that's because he's working with Luchasaurus or whatever's going on. But he's getting better. For everybody on the roster, though, if you look at where Jericho even was last year compared to where he's at on the card this year, or his opponent for tonight, Orange Cassidy, where he's at, or Britt Baker, yeah, a year ago. You know, yeah, I'm talking about, I'm, no, but, I'm talking about but I'm talking about in ring technique. Like he really improved a lot. Like he's doing yeah. a lot of he's got a lot of lucha so, uh, luchador moves now and all types of shit. For everybody on AEW. Because I I'll be real, there was a couple things throughout this show that I was like, oh my god, like things that JR kind of mentions that irk him, his old school soul when yeah. you know in the ring, it it's starting to show, and I'm starting to notice that a lot, um, particularly in the certain match that we'll get to. Um, but they're starting to improve on the little things, like yeah. you know, the, the place well, yeah, and then the ring and the camera, and you know they they definitely improve on everything. I'll be real, because yeah, I, so. I don't think the actual wrestling was ever an issue. No, nah, but he's talking about he's talking about Jungle Boy as an individual, like as an individual. Oh, no, I know what he means. Yeah, he, he stepped his game. He's been stepping his game up, bro. But, like he really, he really is. That could be a blanket statement for the the roster as a whole, though. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's he's true. probably taking tips from everybody, and he's just um, practicing his moves and getting better, man. And he's showing, he's showing, he's, he's getting better. I don't think there's been a dynamite without Jungle Express at all, and they've all been through injuries. Yeah, facts. All three of them. One thing, one thing, one thing is that Tony he goes by the numbers. So like, if you get over with the ratings, you're gonna get put on TV. If you get which is which is fair. Like I did like was when uh, Matt was out outside the ring and he sees uh, Marco stunt and he's like, you know what, super kick. Yup, put him to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) 
Parker's injured. Another thing. When did Mark get injured? I haven't seen him wrestling like weeks. Like, Jake Hager, Jake Hager injured him on dark. Oh, on dark? Yeah, Jake Hager injured him on dark. Yeah. When is he Damn. not? That's the easier question. <laughs> Marco's like a punching bag, bro. Like Young Bucks took the like you said, Young Bucks is looking real heelish in this. Uh, they're going kind of through a, through a character change. They're going through a character change, but it's justified though because everything that's going on with the elite. Yeah, they're getting sick of they getting sick of losing and shit. And I ain't mad at them. Like it, they, I like this little fire they have now. They stop playing and smiling and shit. Like I like it. The elite is literally just uh, the Bucks and Kenny right now, and. All three of them are going through this attitude adjustment, this 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 change. And yeah. What I don't like is the commentary for this paper for this uh, match in particular. They try to make it seem like they never saw the Bucks in any like attitude, like badass light. Like, yeah, I think it was just for the purpose of. I think it was just for the purpose of putting it over like the young bucks are like changing, you know what I'm saying? I'm saying just like, you know, I've never seen young bucks with this kind of attitude before, this kind of much fire. I don't, I don't want them to start making statements like that where you kind of like forget the history and, and with AEW being so inclusive of other wrestling promotions and the history of their stars, I don't think you should forget. The whole Bullet Club, Elite, all that. That was I their mean, young, the young bucks started as heels. Yeah, exactly. They were heels for a while, especially. Put, I mean, that's what it seems like he's leaning back toward. But let's uh, we'll get there as we're as we're as we progress through the night. So uh, the Young Bucks take this victory, and uh, let's uh, move on to the next match. Next match, the Casino Battle Royale. Woo! Mm-hmm. This match was fire. I besides the one thing, should I bring it up first? Should we bring it up first? I mean, if you, I mean, if you want to, uh, I feel if you want to, you can bring the first if you want to. The 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 Joker card surprise entrance was Matt Seidel. Ah, woo, yo! I guess he was trying to do like a, a frog splash or something. No, nah, he was doing. He does. He's gonna do it. He's gonna do his patent that He's done a thousand times. He's done his shooting star press a thousand times. And he slips like it sucks yeah. that it happened that way, but like, no, but it was like, oh, scary. He's a new, he's a new shock master. Like, no, he's not. Matt Seidel yeah, has done that move. People are going Nah, but that botch looked as scary. Like he it almost did. landed it on did. his neck on the turnbuckle, and out yeah. and even um, and who was it? Brian Hobbs or something? What's his name? Ty Hobbs. Like he even went over to check on him when he did like a fake cover. But yeah. I know he was talking to him like, "Yo, you okay?" Yeah, you, know, yeah, yeah you could tell. Yeah, I think that should look scary. Was a little too excited. He went in there with a little too much energy, knowing it was his debut. I was super excited when I saw him. I was watching with focus, and I don't even think it registered that Matt Sardau was there. For people yeah. who know who he is, he used to be Evan Bourne in WWE. Yeah. Yep. He been killing it on the Indies. I'm like, oh shit, he like he's here. That's what's up. I'm thinking it was gonna be because at first. I thought um, Lance Archer was the Joker, and I'm like, oh shit, no, yeah. the last group. All right, so who the hell is the the Joker? I'm thinking it's gonna be somebody big, dominant. We got uh, Brian Case still in there at the time. We got Lance Archer in there at the time. Um, we had. I um, thought it was gonna be Warhorse, to be honest. Warhorse. Oh, or, or, or you I know mean, what I mean? Somebody that they. I, mean, I ain't gonna listen, but I mean, you know, I wouldn't like if you'd have been the Joker, I'd be like, oh. 
Right. <laughs> yeah, would have been like, all right, whatever, all right, I'll take it. Right. Like, I'm not gonna lie to you. I thought it was gonna be. I thought it was gonna be Murrow, uh, the former Rusev. I'm not gonna Ooh. lie. To you. I, thought, I thought Rusev was gonna Yo, be. Yo, I would have did a backflip. Better. Glad he didn't though. Glad he didn't though. Glad he did a backflip. Because it was Lance Archer's time. Nah, it's Lance Archer's time. It's his time. It's his time. It's, it, yeah. it was it was it's Lance Archer's time for him to win that. So I'm glad he did. Because if Murrow would have debuted, he would automatically won that. He would have automatically nah, won that. I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so. But I think I think I think Morrow's gonna I think he's gonna eventually debut at AEW. I think he's one of the people that's really waiting for the crowd to come back, waiting for more people to come back. I think we'll see him in AEW though. I for mean, sure. yeah. maybe. I don't know. Maybe. A little bit, and then they get that itch and then they come back. So Yeah. yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, the crowd award was, it was good. Um, I hope Darby <laughs> Allen is okay, yo. He, yeah, he, he he got hurt too. Cringing. Yo, that was cringy. I'm like, all right, the body bag. Ricky Starks gets eliminated by Darby Allen. He gets pissed off, obviously. Darby Allen on the throws him into the the ring post. Finds the the bag, the body bag under the ring. I'm like, okay. And then he throws it into the ring to Brian Cage. Throws him in the ring, opens the body bag. Now we got thumbtacks. I'm like, nah. He starts throwing uh, thumbtacks in the body bag. I'm like, no, 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 no. Please don't let him slam him in this body bag. Sure enough, zips him up. I'm like, no. Power bomb. Yo. Power bomb too. Out the ring. too, yo. It was an awkward power bomb too. How how don't you get hurt in that bag unless there's cushions in there? Nah. And then we don't even know if it was his feet that, or like he could have been even on his head or whatever. Yeah. Like that shit was scary too. Like yo, and they walked him out. I think Darby is a crazy guy. Yo, he's fucking he nuts, man. Like to do the, the shock factor in their matches a lot, but I think sometimes they need to kind of tone that down just a bit. Tone it down. No, nah, but a lot of it be a lot of it be Darby Allen. though. he be green and all stupid shit though. You get slammed on tax, okay? You get slammed on tax. We've seen it a million times. But you want to get slammed on tax. No, no. In a body in, bag. In a bag. And they, oh. they get thrown out. You can't even see when to cover yourself to protect yourself on the fall. Like, yo, That's Darby crazy. Allen is crazy, yo. Like, Something's wrong with that dude. Like, Yeah, he... That's, that's not that's they cut it on this morning. I don't know what happened. Like they gotta give him. They out there giving him extra money for doing stupid shit. Cause I'm that's not, you, gotta like, think, you gotta think about this. Do you think Tony Khan's really coming to Darby Allen's like, hey, I want you to do the spot? No, this is Darby not, Allen. That's this all is Darby, Darby Allen voluntarily that. saying. That's, pro- that's probably I got him. Idea. This is what I'm gonna do. Like that. That's this is that. That's why I'm just like whatever. Because this is his idea. It's not like that's anybody's all, like, hey, Darby, why don't you do this crazy spot? This is nah, his, this is the he, shit he does on his on his spare time. He jumps on yeah. bridges in his spare time. That's like that, yeah. So I hope they paying him extra just for like, cause he's fucking nuts. Like something, like come on, man. Like that's why I'm like, yo, Darby's bad, yo. I don't want him doing no crazy shit at the barbecue. Nah, <laughs> we don't, he, he, Darby's gone. He just can't do no crazy shit. You know what I'm we don't we know that. Gotta have a skate park in the barbecue so he can get all that. Fresh. Yeah, <laughs> like you know what I mean. Like get that a, like, I, You know, I fuck with Darby Allen, but he's he's nuts, man, and. But yeah, Lance Archer took it. I did like the back and forth him and Brian Cage did. Like they had a little segment. I mean, I want to see. Archer was my pick. Yeah, I want. Yeah, see, me too. I, it was 
for me, it was either Lance Archer or Brian Cage, but I kind of lean more toward Lance because Archer, I meant, I meant because Tony Khan said that he has big plans for the FTR belt after All Out. So, like, he doesn't need to win that and have big plans for that. But I think it's Lance Archer's time. But I do want to see Lance Archer versus Brian Cage. Hell yeah. I want to, they need to do something. And, and I hope it comes into the mix with Moxley. You know what I mean? And they, th all three of them get into some crazy shit. You know what I mean? That this guy missed the shooter star on. Who was that big guy? That big guy? Sam um, Hobbs. Ty Hobbs or something. Um, He's from Doc. I seen him on Doc. Something, yeah, yeah, something to Hobbs. I forgot what it is. Something to Hobbs. Oh, he's yeah. losing on Dark. They all lose. He had a good showing in this Battle Royal. Yeah, he's he another had, one that's been impressive. He's He stood up against Archer and Brian Cage. So, people look out for Hobbs. He's, he, all they got to do is give him one victory. Here, they could just start like some like kind of like a, like a feud with like with Sean Spears. All he got to do is get one victory. One. I be seeing victory. him tag up a lot with um um with Pineapple Pete a lot and and um, Michael Nakazawa whatever. The treatment, the booking behind Sean Spears, like how do you got? Oh Tully? my god! You got first of all, Tully hold this L. Like you banned. You yeah, got, you are, you are another one. Come yeah. on, Tully. Look, Saul. You give him this new glove, he's supposed to get a little more edge. He's still looking sore. Who did he get? I forgot, I, forgot who he, I forgot who he got eliminated by. I think it was Sonny Kiss who eliminated him. Sonny Kiss. Sonny Kiss eliminated him and Jack Swagger? And Jack Ums? Yeah. No, no, yeah. no. Uh, was it Sonny Kiss though? Yeah, Sonny Kiss eliminated both of them. Eliminated both of them. And then um, I think Brian Cage eliminated Sonny Kiss. After Sonny Kiss eliminated Hager, uh, he got instantly eliminated, and Hager started fighting him on the outside. So it wasn't Sonny Kiss that eliminated um, oh. Spears. So who who did it? I, I forgot. I like the I, I like the fact that 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 Kiss eliminated Hager. Like like you know even though you know hey, you know even though Sonny you know what I'm saying Sonny Sonny like it doesn't take away from the fact that like Sonny was still beat your ass. Yeah, facts. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So um. Yeah, Lance Archer. I hope you yeah, see another segment with Lance Archer throwing somebody through the roof. Please, AEW. <laughs> <laughs> eliminated half of them or came out with two unconscious people, went in the ring and threw oh. That's what I wanted, too. I kind of wanted him to just come out with somebody on the shoulder, just like, oh, just. I kind of wanted yeah, him to Lance. come out and just kind of like throw out like 10 people, like immediately. That's kind of, I kind of wanted that. Like, yeah. I wanted that. But yeah, sorry. book him real strong. But they hey, don't listen, fuck around, make it make that a match. They gotta uh, throw a person through a roof match or some shit. <laughs> you know, they gotta got do another segment with him. Though. They gotta make that a thing on BTE with him just throwing random people in the middle of people's bits. Like Lance Archer just throwing people in the middle of people's bits. He like, do that now, like yo, they be in the middle the of a promo and then somebody walk by, he just start beating the shit out of him. Like yo, that's <laughs> like. What nah, the I fuck? mean, like on B, I mean, like on BTE, somebody somebody's doing a bit and then like you just throw like somebody just gets thrown through the wall. And it's just like Lance Archer. And then, and like, he just walks by. Just, right now, <laughs> random places, he just throws people through and stuff like that. In the middle, people just bits on BC. Like, yeah. So crazy. It's like all just great. He's a beast. Let's move on He's to the next beast. match. Uh, yo, you, uh, Sammy Guevara versus Matt. Yo, this is all you, AJ. Go ahead. Get your cornet bars off. First, Wait, who is this? What, what match is this? This is the Sammy and Matt. Matt Hardy versus Guevara. Oh, so here it goes. Go ahead, cornet. AEW has this, it's ingrained in their history already. Throw shots at WWE. You want to talk about a sloppy shot, and you want to and you want to talk about 
how you guys are health conscious, how you guys are wrestler first. You, you're doing everything opposite of what WWE does wrong. The f- one thing that WWE does first and foremost is they take concussions and they take shit like that serious. When a referee yes. throws the X in the match, it's over. It's over. We're anybody, not playing that. Anybody with a pair of eyes saw that Matt Hardy was knocked out. Yeah. One. Two, whoever is setting up your spots and setting up your uh your areas to do these little big drops and stuff like that, you need to reevaluate the person for that position or fire them all together. Because at that height and that distance, only having the two tables at the position they were, Matt cleared all of them shit. And that wasn't yeah. a far jump. That man's knees is bow-legged. He's not jumping far. I would say, like, at least test them out before you do it when it's showtime. Like, get a stunt double or something so y'all can get the distance or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, these guys are uh, professionals. Matt throws himself off shit all the time. Yeah. Whoever rigged this setup did not put enough tables and didn't distance them properly. That's one. Two, you see this man is knocked out. You see this man is trying to struggle to get up. Sammy can't even get him up. He has no legs. This man is knocked out on his feet. On his feet. It's over. Fuck the storyline. Fuck the fact that if he lost, he was supposedly out of AEW, which was the storyline of the match. It's over. Nobody won. We'll have a rematch another day. Get this man the fuck out of here. Now, this is the big thing. They... Um, Audrey calls the edge to stop the match. You could tell AEW didn't know what the fuck to do. They they camera cutting. They even rang the bell to stop the match. Even commentary was confused. Yeah, commentary's confused. They're they're trying to segue to something else. They come back. There wasn't enough time for any doctor to realistically go in and evaluate Matt and enough. To, to show that he was okay to continue the rest of his match. And, and yep. this whole this whole idea of, oh, um, wrestlers get hurt sometimes. Or, no, you protect the fucking wrestlers. Yeah, they get hurt, but you protect them in those moments. And AEW is supposed to be different in that regard. You failed. You failed Matt Hardy. And I swear, the moment that happened, I was shocked as hell. I, I feel like I could hear Rebby Hardy screaming from North Carolina all the way to New York. I feel like I heard that shit. Because Yo, Rebby was going crazy on Twitter when she saw that shit. Like, she exposed them. She exposed them. She said, she went crazy. The first thing I said when, when that happened, this match needs to be over. By no means should this match have continued. By no means. As a fan, as somebody, as just a human being, watching another human, you should not have continued this fucking match. She said the same thing. Then Tony Khan, I, I feel like they played, they tried to save themselves that night. Because almost an hour later, now commentary gives the storyline reason of, of why the match continued. Oh, he was evaluated in between. And no, you're playing, you're playing, let me protect my company. Let's let's protect ourselves. Yeah, you're trying to save face. You're trying to save face. And she called them out again on that. It's, and she said it. It was 1,000% visible to anybody with eyes that he was in, in a concussion. Matt Hardy's still in the hospital right now. Yeah, he, he stood overnight a, in the hospital. He has a concussion. This man had no legs. Then you then you allow the next spot to continue where he has to climb a giant rig to throw Sammy off it through a platform. So you didn't learn 
from the from the fact that this man is knocked out, you you find a different way to end this fucking match. Yeah. Find another way, or you just nah. end the fucking match. You're gonna have this man climb. When when shit like that happens, I get flashbacks of Owen Hart. When you hear concussions, you got to think about people like Chris Benoit. How, right. how that affected his whole mentality, his whole psychosis. And and Rebby hit the nail on the head. You guys are thinking about your performers and caring about your performance, but you're not thinking about the family man and the people who got to deal with his situation, whatever it is going forward. It could be career ending. We don't know what the hell effect this will have on him. Yeah, you know what I mean? God bless. I hope he's okay, you know what I mean? Of respect in that moment for AEW because they handle that shit completely wrong. The moment on camera visually that Audrey called the X to signal the match was over. They, it should have been over. It should have been over. Now, period. Now, moving on from this, if Matt is okay, storyline wise, they got a lot to work with. You know, this fall was was you know really dramatic. It was you know it, it ties into the broken gimmick. So if Matt wants to go come back into that gimmick, that style, he can do it full on. And no, nah, he needs to take a break. I think he needs like a couple does, of months or weeks or something this, before he comes you know, back. Realistically, you know, I'm of course I'm concerned about myself, but I'm saying moving forward, the way they could they could come out of this storyline wise is this will be the catalyst for him being fully broken again. You know? Whatever the case, but this match was horrible. And I feel like stop throwing shots at WWE. Stop calling them out for being a sloppy shop in one instance, and then you're a sloppy shop. In this instance, like you, you, you're eating your fucking words. And Tony Khan, if he was trying to cover this shit up, I don't, I don't care what you say. If Matt said he could continue, so, so the, you're gonna let his words override a doctor. And if the doctor say he could continue, then I'm sorry, you need to get a new doctor. Because that, yeah. that doctor didn't okay. have the best interest for Matt. Hardy. I don't even think that he did. It's just Matt Hardy just kept going and followed him. I don't even think any, the doctor any cleared old him. School wrestler. Has that has that heart in them that regardless what happens in the match, the show must go on. Yeah, we must finish. They, they but all, not not this time. They all have that mentality. But this shit could have been life, career, threatening, whatever it is. You know, and, and you having him get right back up and still try to continue. Not even like I would have preferred if they would have been like, okay, stop the match. If he could continue in an hour, we'll rearrange the schedule and we'll give them the match. But that's you, why at first I thought it was a work. But that's what I'm saying. That's why I thought it was a work because I'm like, yo, he's still going. And then the way I could, I also saw well, like when Matt finally got up the ramp, he literally just got to the door and then we just see Sammy come out. So it was like it looked like it was timed as well that he was just waiting for me. Then, you know what I mean? I don't know, man. That man's, that man's legs was rubber. He couldn't, he couldn't get up. His eyes was glazed over. He was working on adrenaline, that old school wrestler adrenaline. The show yeah. On. That's what he was working on. But anybody with a pair of eyes saw this man was knocked out on his feet. Sammy knew it. Sammy couldn't even carry him. You know. Yeah. He walked to the entrance, went straight to to that rig, and threw Sammy off, and it was over. But they they they, they could. There's so much that should have happened that didn't. And there's so much that did that shouldn't have ever happened. So, you know, I'm, I'm looking down on AEW for this. I better not ever see 
uh, another incident where they let another wrestler continue like that because you're no better than the people you you shit on. You, you keep throwing bars at. Yep, absolutely agree. You got anything to add, Richie? Um, I I don't think anything was really wrong with the spot. I think like if you like they look like he missed the table by a couple of inches. Um, yeah, like you said, they've been doing this for years. Um. They should have immediately stopped. Like Aubrey, shout out to Aubrey because she knew immediately as soon yeah, as she, she was on it. Matt, she checked on Matt. She threw up the X immediately. I think where AEW went wrong was they should have uh, had like more doctors come out there. I, um, and don't listen to a wrestler. You know, wrestlers that are never wrestlers are never going to say stop. Um, so so Matt kept going, and I think AEW was at fault for actually listening to Matt. Like you seen it, we all seen it. He was knocked out. He was it temporarily happened. knocked out. It, it, took, it, it took me out of the pay-per-view. It was done. It yeah. took me out of the pay-per-view for a, a little while. Everything should have stopped. Like, even that saying, yeah. like, everything should have stopped. Like, the human beings should kick them in everybody. Everybody should be like, all right, yo, Matt, something like, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I saw Aubrey. She was like, like, she looked like she was arguing with the doctor. Like, knew yo, we got it. Like, she, she Aubrey at wasn't that. even playing. She was on and it. She, straight, she threw the X up at me. Aubrey knew as soon as his head hit the floor, it was a wrap. As soon as they came down. And that's why I think AEW definitely made the mistake. The match should have been a wrap right there. Yeah. No continuation. Forget the storyline. It's a wrap. This man could have possibly died. End the yeah. match. Whenever End the ref throw the, the X up. Everybody gotta be on point. Fuck Everybody with the rest should, of the same. Character, storyline, everything goes out the window when the X goes up. Everything goes out the window. Yeah. But wouldn't this be crazy if this was a work though? Because you know what I'm saying it would. It's not. It's not because his head. He was knocked out. He was knocked out. That's he what was, I was knocked out. That's what I was he, it, minutes ago, going forward, storyline wise, this, this is could be yeah. perfect, perfect for the broken universe. Matt continuing his craziness with the personalities. I mean, it falls right in line with the storyline. So I can understand why E probably thought it was a, a work at that time. It did yeah. seem like a work. No, no, because I, I listened to what E was saying. The way everything timed up, everything, it did seem like kind of a work. It was just like, wait, hold up. Is he out? Is he out? But then, like, when he started walking, it was just like, oh, no, no, this isn't a work. And then I saw the, and then I, when I saw yeah. Sammy come out and immediately attack him, it was literally like, you know what I mean? Like, it didn't look like. Like that shit wasn't planned. It looked like it it, it was right. planned. Let's 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 hold our thoughts on this. Let's take a real quick break for our sponsors. We'll come back. We'll give our final thoughts on this and continue the rest of the card. Indeed. Two. And we are back from our sponsors. Shout out to Anchor. But um, and we have any closing statements about the Matt Hardy and uh, and Spanish God situation? I mean, I agree fully. Like they should have stopped the match and. It's an unfortunate situation. I hope he's all right. Prayers to him. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's all I got to say, really. I think, yeah, he'll be all right. But like AJ was saying, this could be the catalyst for an even more epic storyline that can finally climax at Full Gear? Full Gear's up next. Yeah, Full Gear in November. That's if, he, that's if he's okay. From I, hope he's okay. I hope he's okay. I'm, I hope he's okay. I'm a few weeks. Take a I'm couple not, of I'm weeks off. I'm not trying to take this lightly, but I feel like Matt Hardy has just been through worse. Like, I'm not trying to take this, I'm not saying this is light at all. It's not like, yeah. like nothing, it's not like a concussion. No, true, but, but I feel that, like but that's one thing that right. fans are doing. They are taking it lightly, and a lot of people are like, oh, why are people upset? You know, he does this, people get hurt, you know? What do you nah, mean? He needs to, he needs to sit. Back against the pavement? 
his he show. needs to sit. He needs to sit. Don't Fact. worry. Don't you know what I mean? That's all I gotta say. Like he needs to chill for like a couple of weeks, get his head examined, EKGs, whatever they gotta do, see if his brain is okay functioning, and then yeah. I'll you know I hope he comes back. You know what I'm saying? As far as AEW goes, I want to see less sloppy shop uh, statements, especially when uh, things happen to you, and sometimes you move shaky. Don't call out somebody if you don't like getting called out. Yeah. So, I fully agree I, with that I, statement. I, I'm going to be an uh, impartial commentator on wrestling, and I go crazy on WWE when they do bad business practice and stuff like that. I got to do the same thing to AEW, wearing the hat and everything. Yeah. I mean, listen. Yeah. They're gonna, oh, listen. I got, I got some. Yeah. Let's continue. All right. <laughs> Next matchup, I think, is one of the top three matches. Hakura Shida versus Thunder mm-hmm. Rosa. Yo, that's serious. You know, my only criticism, I always want to say this from the top. My only criticism of this match is that I feel like it should have went like five more minutes. It needed like, it needed like five. Just, I think just this one was match for me. Yo, this, this is a fire match. Thunder Rosa is going all in, the smoke. Going into this match, the first thing I said was, I think they got more time because of the ending of Matt Hardy. Yeah. yeah. These girls yeah. need to have yeah. Classic. They did. This needs to be a classic. Now, I'm not. I'm not gonna comment whether it was a classic or not. Was it a good match? It was a great match. Yeah, I, definitely it, above maybe, average. Maybe in a, in a in a little while, a few months down the line, we'll look back and this probably will be considered a classic. It definitely had the potential to be. But I I, I would say this has to be a classic because they got to get people's minds off what just happened. Not only that. I feel like AEW has yet to have that real classic one-on-one women's match in AEW. I would well, say it, what came close was maybe uh, Nia, uh, uh, Nyla Rose, Rose, and, uh, Rose and, and, and Rio. And Rio, yeah. I feel like and that Rio. was the one that came closest, but they still have yet to have that real classic match. I feel like if anybody had the potential to do it, it was them. Now, uh, yeah. I feel like I wasn't this expecting was, Thunder Rosa to win because mm-hmm. she's already the NWA Women's Champion. She's also a, a, a Women's Champion in a Japanese promotion. So she would have been triple champ, something that AEW did mention on the broadcast. So that right there, the fact that they acknowledged that, I felt right there that she wasn't going to win. Yeah, it was right. good, though, because I feel like Sheeta doesn't really have too many people to defend against right now. Like, yeah. She's really in that spot. If it ain't Nyla Rose, Big Star was dealing I with Baker. I would have actually been okay with a – since AEW does not do this, and when you don't do this, it's okay to do it. I would have been okay with a non-finish. I would have been okay with, like, a double knockout because I feel – I want to see Thunder Rosa and Sheeta go at it again. Even I, I have yeah. no problem with the clean finish, but I definitely want to see them go I, – I, I honestly thought – Thunder Rosa was going to win because the women's division kind of need a little bit of a shot in the arm. But after seeing that, I'm happy to see that they kept they kept Sheeta looking really strong. The only issue is there's not too many challengers. There's not too many credible challengers because yeah, the women, it's just they don't have too many credible. Like she, it's like Sheeta's up here, and like the rest of the competition is like right here. You know what I'm saying? Then you got your Nyla Rose. You know what I'm saying? Then you might, you know what I'm saying? Like they're building up. Big Swole and Britt Baker, but Baker's not gonna be ready yet. But you know, like they really, incredible. they really missing Chris Statlander right now, man. Yes. Like, she, yes. like they really missing her. They really missing um Rio. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? They really need like 
credit, but but she's been doing great, man. Like like I like I told y'all earlier in the text, like she's she's reminded me like a young Oscar. She got a bright future, that girl. Every day, every match I see her, she's getting better and better. She's taking the the, the bumps, the spots. The, she did like a um, Gunner Rosa did like a uh, what you call it, like a seating chair submission hold or something like that. that oh, the, the pendulum. Total. Yeah, the, the pendulum. Um, Ooh, that looked there brutal, and then she threw it. Yeah. She was banging on the turn, the bottom turnbuckle like that, like, and she did be like, yo, like she does, she does, she does special, man. She she got yeah. a bright future, that girl, and the Rose is also special too. Yeah, of course. And I wanna and I wanna see more from her. I'm actually excited to see more partnerships with NWA. I feel like yeah. it's the look for both of them. And oh yeah. Honestly, they had this little red carpet, like um, all-out red carpet before all the shows started. Yeah, pretty sure. I got the craziest tease. I I didn't even know I wanted this, but if it happens in the future, we had Thunder Rosa, we had Eva Lee, Diamante, and uh, uh, what's her name, Taya Conti. Yeah, Taya Conti. All all, all, in a all row. together. All yeah, I like put the that Latino World Order. Word. I put that, that I put that on the um in the That's Facebook group, that picture. That picture was fire. Yeah, it looked fire, but so, yeah, they came together. You know, that would be I want fire. to see more of Thunder Rose. I feel like she's probably given one of the best straight up wrestling matches for the women in AEW period so far. She did. I feel like for AEW for their women's division in the AEW universe for their women, this was their this was uh, AJ was about this was this was their classic match. This was Thunder yeah, this Rosa. Was, Versus Sheeta was there. This is the bar for the women's for the women's division in AEW. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, uh, yeah the COVID has really messed them up because you know Rio, uh, Rio not being there, and a lot of the Joshi girls that were coming over from Japan being in AEW. But you know, it is yeah. What it is. And Chris uh, Statland is hurt. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like she, like we need her back soon. Oh, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Get well soon, Chris. Uh, her, her and Britt Baker got hurt, hurt like got hurt like around the same time, so that didn't do the women's division. Any kind of favors. I mean, I yeah. want to see Penelope before still come up. We got Anna J starting. Anna J, yeah. You know, yeah. We just got Diamante and Ivelisse. We got Abaddon. So they got the yeah. work. You just need to start those builds now. Yeah, they just got to start putting them in, in incredible matches so that way they can start being credible for, for Sheeta. You know what I mean? Because Sheeta looked Sheeta look like she could wrestle with any one of them girls and she could um and make it look good. Like she done it with, with Nyla Rose. She done it with a few of them. You know what I'm saying? And, and all her matches been a, above average. She yeah, she she's, she's take she she, she she yeah she's definitely special, man. I, I she grew on me, and I'm I'm liking everything she's doing, man. She's she's holding that belt, that division down, and that she deserved the title. Right. Somewhere oh. Kenny Omega is having an orgasm hearing us talk about how we like. <laughs> <laughs> Let's, uh, let's move on to the next match. Uh, before the next match, though, there was a little uh, woo, Kip Sabian and Penelope Ford segment oh, yeah. that, yeah, we got to address it. They were talking yes. about um, they got a, a wedding Going shining. Sloppy shot. And, and you know what I mean? And um, he threw a, a petty shot where, he, where, where Penelope <laughs> pulled out a card. <laughs> and said, "Come follow our Twitch. We're about to right. make a new Twitch." <laughs> Yo, I honestly feel like that's a that's a that's a dig worth taking. Honestly, like that's a dig worth taking. Like, yeah. bro, that was Twitch, the thing bro. After WWE 
WWE do? You trying to restrict money outside of this? Like, bro, I'm trying to make. I like, I liked it because it was it was like a, a it, was it was a light jab, but yeah. it was effective. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> it was a light I mean, jab, like, but you effective. Kinda, you kind of had to know, like you kind of had to be one of those. Yeah. That pay attention to the to the business side of things. Yeah. Like, not just those are the jabs I like. I like those kind of jabs. Like if you yeah. know, you know. Mm-hmm. That was that was fire, but um, I just want we got to throw that we have to say that something about that. Um, next match was the Dark Order eight man tag versus the American Nightmares featuring Scorpio Sky and Matt Cardona. How y'all feel about it, brothers? And this was I feel like everything was good about this match. I mean, it, it was an all right match. I feel I liked everything about this match except for the finish. I understand what they're trying to do with Brody Lee and, and Cole Cabana, maybe. Because they're playing it like Cole Cabana still kind of doesn't notice as a cult. So, yeah, like, yeah. you know I, I actually like, got that written in my notes. Like, um, when, when, when the Dark Order came out, he was over here smiling and bouncing around and looked like he's having fun. And everybody's, like, serious in the Dark Order. I'm like, yo, though, is that, like, ain't he supposed to be changing his character anytime soon? Like, nah, Cole Cabana still doesn't... Yeah, he, he still was, hasn't I mean, realized this is a he cult. He was showing more of a serious side. He was, like, taking it out on his opponent, but... He still don't nah, have the, he, love, the tough love yeah. of Brody Lee, like, and and certain things that they do, he's still not on on, on par with them. No, nah, man, he, he got to notice. My, go, go ahead, go ahead. I'm just saying, like, yo, if you're gonna join the Dark Order, like, look at the name, the Dark Order. You gotta stop smiling and bouncing around. Like, you gotta change into a Dark Order character. But I'm not saying really, be a number five or a number, but he personally, still... I don't even, I don't even like Cole Cabana. I think he's cheesy. I don't really like his, his style of comedy. He's a good wrestler. I, I respect him in the ring. Yeah. I really don't like Cabana. But this storyline with him in the Dark Order, I'm actually enjoying it because his style of, of comedy is actually working going against the Dark Order, you know? But it doesn't fit, but it doesn't fit the narrative of what the Dark Order is trying to do is what I'm but saying. That's why like, it makes I, perfect sense of the story. I think, yeah, that's the point. That, that's what makes it funny because okay. like, if you notice, whenever Brody Lee is like wilding everybody and cursing everybody on some papers, Cole Cabana's never there. Him and Anna J are never there. Like, Anna J knows what's up, but I think they're playing like Cole Cabana. Still doesn't know that this is a cult. He just thinks that these guys just are there to help him. They're my friends. They're my friends. Yeah, like, he's he's oblivious to what it really is. So I see the storyline they're kind of doing with it, but I feel like for the sake, just like it goes back to the buy-in, Dark Order is running hot. They're running strong. Brody Lee's on top. Dark Order should have won against Private Party. Dark Order should have won against them. You know what I'm saying? Brody Lee didn't take the pin enough on it, but I, listen. Not Dark only Order that, won. you guys have random ragtag of people defending Cody. You got Matt Cardona. People don't know their best friends in real life. I think yeah. that makes a little. I think I think Scorpio Sky is out now. I Scorpio Sky, yeah. Why you got Scorpio Sky there? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what is the point? I think and then they win. Good. Y'all never mm-hmm. tagged before. But yeah, yeah it doesn't make any sense. Against the stable, against the powerhouse stable. Yeah, and, I, I and he literally just wrestled Cody a couple weeks ago for the belt. Now all of a sudden, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. he's bums, not bums, but you know what I mean. Yeah, they're not on the top of the card or even in, in the middle of the card. Yeah, I'm not, I wasn't, I wasn't feeling that decision at all. I definitely, I definitely. I think feel I could have like... took them losing if Dark Order would have won the first match. Nah, WWE. For them to lose, this is WWE booking. This is WWE booking right here. This is something that WWE would have done. You put over Brody Lee super strong, 
right. next week his group comes out, they lose the opening. Okay, I can deal. I can kind of deal. I don't like it, but I can deal with them losing a the private party. But then in this match on the main card, you may have them lose by a damn roll up. Come on, man, that's some WWE booking stuff. Who right who, there. who pinned who pinned um Cabana? Was, I forgot. Uh, it was it was Dustin. It was Dustin. By, now, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Dustin was the one on one. Dustin got destroyed with that with that clothesline. Yeah. Yeah. Hulk goes for an extra move, and then boom, he pulls out the roll-up win. Moves out the way, pulls up the roll-up win. Brody Lee kind of protects him. Storyline-wise, I like it because now Brody Lee's going to start being more aggressive with Colt. Yeah. But Dark Order, like, Dark Order not pulling out a win at all out, and they've yeah. been the best segment on BTE, and they've been arguably the best segments on Dynamite the past couple months, and they didn't get the win at the big one? Nah. Yeah. yeah. That doesn't make any sense. That was WWE yeah. book right there. That was that was WWE book right there. But uh, let's uh let's move on to the next match. All right, another one of my top three matches: FTR versus Page and Omega for the, Ooh, you see the background. AEW tag team championships. How y'all feel about it? This is AEW moving at its finest right here. If Cheetah wasn't the top match, then this was it right here. Oh, I also want to say one thing. Though I wrote this down too. When um they introduced um the tag matches with with Paige and Omega, remember um they did like the the like you know how they do like a, a boxing match where they do the before the match they'd be like yeah and then the tag matches and blah 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 they didn't do that with Sheeta and, and Rosa though and that was also a championship match that you know what yeah. I mean I just want to point that out Dustin Roberts dropped the ball with the girls with that but facts don't be doing that. You gotta give. That, you gotta respect to all your championships. You know what I mean. Before all the match start, you gotta show all respect to all of them. You did it with Moxley. And you did it with with Paige and Omega. You gotta do it for the women too. Just saying. Yo, yo, respectfully, respectfully. Um, even though I love the fact that AEW keeps your tradition and the heavyweight champion closes out the mat, close out the night every single night. Mm-hmm. I honestly feel like this night you could have made an exception. FTR versus Hangman and Omega was clearly the main event of All Out. This has yeah. been the best storyline in wrestling for the last couple of the months. The sad thing? All, all of wrestling. The sad thing? There was a match in between them. In, in, between, in between this and the main event. Yeah. And, yeah. Like, yeah. close to the main event. Yeah, and listen, yeah. I think, I think listen, I love Orange Cassidy and Jericho. It did everything it was supposed to do. Yeah. But this was... Omega and FTR and Hangman, this should have taken. They the stole the over. show. They Everything. stole the show. This was this is this was this one AEW at its finest. The like I said, the team, top three, the top, the, the top three matches with the two tag teams and 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 Sheeta and Rosa. Like those were the top three matches of the night, in my opinion. It, it yeah, was. Not, it was. Um, I agree. This match match and the reason why I won't say this was the top man, I'd say it's arguable for for uh, the women because. I was out of the pay-per-view once that Matt Hardy thing came. It, it took me completely. Right. They sucked me back in. They mm-hmm. got me back into the groove of watching the event. And and that match was, was badass. And I, I I think it was the first possible classic for for the women. So Yeah, we gotta give you put some respect on Sheeta. Yeah, I'm gonna put, a little, yeah, I'm gonna put a, a little bit more bias for that regard. And plus with this with this match, we kinda expected you know, FTR to win. We kind of expected uh, the fallout between the tag team, you know, so right. you know, taking nothing away from the match, but arguably, you know, th- these were the number one matches of the night. Cheetah or this one right here, the Young Bucks 
I mean, I love I love the storytelling. Um, like you said, we kind of expected we expected FTR to win, but I feel like the story the storytelling was just as yeah, always ring, all of and all the of ring psychology. The ring psychology in this match was crazy, and that and that's honestly one of the reasons why I call Kenny Omega the best in the world because yeah, it's the athleticism, it's the move set, but the ring psychology, the story of it. Besides yeah. Cody, a lot of people are not telling in-ring stories like that and telling the full layout of comebacks. The only thing I didn't understand in this match was um, why Kenny was upset at Hangman because Hangman seemed like he was humble throughout this match. Like, he knew he fucked up and was actually trying to do tag team things. Because I think this is the cleaner coming out. This is just the cleaner coming out. Like, we're the, the, clean, time, the cleaner's starting to come out more. By the time they lost the belts... And, you know, Hangman was – well, first of all, Kenny is the reason they lost. Yeah. Really, yeah. Yeah. Kenny, yeah, Kenny V-triggered, went for a V-trigger. Uh, I forgot which one of the FTR. Well, hold on. I forgot their that, new that name. That closing segment was wicked, though, because he went for the – he held him for the buckshot, and he both, they both ducked it. Then he threw him out the leg. They threw him back in there. Then he missed him with the V-trigger. That, that he, segment was And terrible. if you watch that replay, he caught, he caught Hangman dead on the chin. Yeah. Yeah. So, he connected with that one. You know, they lost because of Kenny, and then it, it seemed like he, his frustration, he was blaming Hangman. Yeah. You know, he walks out. The Bucks see him backstage. If you heard the Bucks, the Bucks said it's time for the cleaner. I don't yeah. know if y'all heard that that audio, but it was like, it's time for the cleaner. And, and Kenny's like, I'm like, I'm, I'm sick of this. It's his fault, whatever. And coming, like, I'm out of here. Get into the car. Where he said, "Come," he said, "He said, if you coming down with this road with me, like he basically said, like he gave him an ultimatum, like if you come down this road with me, this is where we're going, like." And, and this is where you know the attitude, what we were talking about earlier, as far as the Bucks match and them showing the attitude. This is where the story threads connect, because mm-hmm. him telling them that was like, "You guys are stepping up your attitude. I'm going all the way." Yep. So I expect, I expect, um, after this, the next BTE, the next couple of dynamites. I think we're gonna get that badass Kenny Omega that people's been like really missing, or you know the people who haven't gotten to see that ver that version that side of Kenny Omega in New Japan or anything like that. I think they're gonna finally get it. All those complaints about he's cheesy or he's uh, pushing too many people above him, which is um, crazy. Which is crazy. It's just crazy because they had <laughs> a great tag team run. Like yeah. what about on? The- how about, all right, let's talk about the flip side before we get to the next match. Where does leaves Hangman? Does he join the Dark Order? Does he join FTR and Tully and them? Like, First off, you- shout out to Hangman's Hangman pa- Pants' page. Hangman 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 Page's pants. Hangman's page. Hangman's page. He debutted some new pants last night, which <laughs> I like. Um, I think Hangman... Oh, man. I, yeah, I, wait, I, I don't think we see Hangman on the next Dynamite. I think Hangman takes a little bit of a leave of absence, and I think we see Hangman uh, join up with Tully and FTR, which will be setting us up closer to full gear, which Cody will probably make his return, and then we see the four. I mean, four. if you think about it, they try, to, they try to paint it like FTR was playing with Hangman's mind. They really weren't. Yeah. They really that weren't. That was all they're him. Like, they are like, you seem like a cool guy. I don't really trust them. And when it comes down to it, I want the belts. They were really up front. <laughs> so, yeah, they kept it 100. <laughs> uh, I definitely see him. Hey, man, uh, hey, uh, man, that's starting to form. 
I think yeah, it's so, a really clever way to. T- I think it's a really clever way to do it because everybody thought that Hangman was going to be the one to turn. I mean, we still don't know how. To, we still don't know how this is going to go. But it looks like I'm a die. I'm a die on this hill. Well, I'm gonna keep saying this. I'm verbally die on this hill of AW. You got to incorporate BTE because we, the, the the hardcore fans, we've been seeing this bubble for a long time. But for the casual fans, they might not know who the cleaner is. You have yeah. to incorporate this stuff so we can have proper context. Mm-hmm. I agree. All right, next matchup: Orange Cassidy versus Chris Jericho in a mimosa match. What, 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 what was it? Uh, a little bit of bubbly. A little uh, bit of bubbly mixed with orange juice, some uh, mimosa. What it was it? A mimosa mimosa ma- madness. Orange juice. Yeah, and- something like that. <laughs> this is a fun match. Listen, this match did what it was supposed yeah. to do. It ticks all the boxes that I'm supposed to do. My only issue is with the play, and this is unusual because AEW usually books their they book they book their cards really well. This should have been before the tag team match. Mm-hmm. This should have not been after the tag. This was just yeah. They they shouldn't have done that. I, I, I they shouldn't have done that. I understand maybe mm-hmm. they try to simmer down the crowd, and but no 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 no. Come on, stick to the way you've been doing it. Build that shit up. Match on top of match, on top of match, on top of match, whatever. We'll deal with it. Like, come on, dudes. Like, I mean, but I it was thought, a good match, though. I thought it was a decent match. I didn't think it was better than Jericho Cassidy, too. I thought this one was a little more, I don't know. I feel like this match was just what it was. It's, this was yeah, a match. Right. To give somebody the win. Um, it does big things for Orange Cassidy. Of course. Uh, I, I'm, I'm wondering where this puts Jericho. Now, if they leave this few weathers, just put Jericho because he still has that rematch in his back pocket. Um, you know, he hasn't even chased or even talked about the title. So, yeah. I just want to keep Jer- that where they need after this. I think Jericho is going to start to phase out a little bit. Like, a Do little, more commentary. A bit. More commentary. Not that he's going to be done wrestling, but I think he's going to as as things start to open it back up with the world, we're going to start seeing him tour with Fozzie a little bit more and stuff like that. I think we'll see a, another... I think before it's all said and done, Jericho will retire a two-time AEW World Heavyweight Champion. Now, when that happens, I don't know, but I definitely don't he, think we've seen the last of because his, his contract is already reaching that point where he's about to resign or, or do whatever he's going to do. And he yeah. said it. he has no intention on leaving AEW anytime soon. And even if he retires from in-ring, he's going to be a commentator or do something in AEW. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so he's happy where he's at. He loves it over there. So, so WWE, I'm, just I'm give him pretty, the whole thing. I'm pretty sure Chris Jericho has some kind of ownership of AEW, some kind of in his contract that he's getting big. Or a stock or something, well, he, right? He has a whole, he has the old Hulk Hogan contract. In AEW. He has the old yeah. Hulk Hogan contract. So whoever – so, like, let's say – Let's just say, let's just say for argument's sake, let's say that Seth Rollins has a bad falling out with WWE and decides yes. to go to AEW. Whatever the, the offer Seth Rollins top money, and like let's say, let's say just for argument's sake, Chris Jericho's getting paid five million. If they give Seth Rollins five point five million, then they have to give Chris Jericho five point five million dollars. So you know, yeah. it's one of those situations. You know what I'm saying? But like you said, he ain't going nowhere, and nor, nor should he. He's like. He's but chilling. I, I really don't got much to say about this match. It was good. It, 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 good. it did what it was supposed to. It was decent. They put Cassidy over. Cassidy's he's gonna Honestly, he's a star. By the time this match ended, this is when the fatigue started kicking in for me. And of course, uh, the next match, the last match in the card. Main event. For the for the you know what I mean, main event. 
for the AEW Championship. John Moxley versus Macup Jacob Freeman. Yo, what the um Maxwell Jacob um, Freeman? <laughs> what, oh, what um oh yo um what was it? Frank Kazarian said some funny shit. He was like um Maxwell Jackass Freeman or something. <laughs> I was <Yeah>. dying. <laughs> He cut a promo. He was like, I don't care if it's John Moxley or Maxwell, Jackass Jack Freeman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like something Frank would um, say. Yeah, man, that was hilarious. To me, I, I mean, I might be the only person who's going to feel like this. It was boring. It was boring um, to me. It was all right. I had, I had an issue with the whole concept of the match. Um, the, the paradigm shift was banned, right? Right. MJF. He's awesome on the mic, but he's not known for his in-ring ability. Let's let's just put that out there. Right? Mm. You're telling me the world champion. This man is a freaking Grand Slam champion in WWE. He's been in the business. He's a vet at this point in compared to uh, MJF. You couldn't put out one finisher that was not the paradigm shift to beat this man. You guys dragged the hell out this match. Dragged it, dragged yeah. it so much. MJF busts himself open twice. Yeah, I feel like this match. I feel like this match was exactly what I expected it. It could have been ten minutes less, and I would have not been mad at AEW if this would have not been the main event. And like, I feel like they kind of knew. Like, this was kind of like a stepping stone for. Even though I did think that that MJF did have a chance, I did. I, I was honestly thinking, like, oh shit, is MJF gonna win this? But this right. was realistically a stepping stone for Moxley, and that's okay. And I feel the same way as AJ. You know, Moxley, you you went to Japan, the G1, Grand Slam, you've done all this. And Moxley, I defend Moxley. He had some of his best matches in the G1 in New Japan. So he has an arsenal of moves. You beat Brody Lee with a sleeper. So the, problem, right. the, the premise of this match is kind of mad, but I'll accept it for what it is. But it's just like this match dragged on for a bit too long. It could have definitely been like a good – 15-minute, bust him up, boom, 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 Moxley in there, does his thing. But uh, he It should have been a squash match with maybe two comebacks for MJF. I feel, I, I feel like MJF nah, nah, is I, actually I, good in the ring. I feel like MJF is good in the ring, but there was a part of me that was just like, if MJF wins the championship, I feel like right now he's not ready for that. So it would have kind of diminished the AEW championship a bit because he's just not ready for it. Another year or two? Absolutely. Right now, I, mean, yeah. I, I give credit to them that this was MJF's best match. Yeah. This definitely was MJF's best match, but that's not saying much because MJF doesn't have a lot of rivalries. He doesn't have a lot of matches. Yeah. And when he does, he doesn't win with his wrestling prowess. He wins by cheating or he wins. Like he's never Roll shown, up to stupid shit. Never, yeah, he's never shown great wrestling ability. So if... Yeah. if this was the showcase to try to get MGF a little bit more burn. You succeeded. And that note, like, MGF does look better coming out of this. But you stretched the shit out of it, and I'm disappointed. The champion can't pull out a new move to, to end this guy? I mean, the number, I, one, the, the number one ranked wrestler in the world. The only thing I got to say is, I, but that was just... But on, on playing devil's advocate, that was the story they were over here putting, though. Oh, the paradigm ship is dangerous and blah, blah, blah. And you know what I mean? So, so you, as the champion, pull out out of your long list of arsenal, you pull out a different move to end this kid. You don't drag this match for 20 some odd minutes at, 
almost 12 o'clock you end this pay-per-view. We've been watching since it was almost 12? something with all these people. Yeah. Stuff. It ended at like 12 o'clock. And this wasn't even the main event in, in the fans' eyes. <laughs> so nah, this, this shouldn't have been this has been the one time I think fans I think I think the AEW fans would have understood if, if the World Heavyweight Champ if if, if if FTR versus Kenny Omega would have been the main event, I think everybody would have understood why. Like yeah. but you know, it was what it was. I, for me oh. personally, this was AEW's uh worst pay-per-view. Um, it wasn't a bad pay-per-view. It just for for my standards for AEW and what AEW has put on through Dynamite yeah, in the past, definitely. This has been the worst of all. It's not I bad, it, but it's not you know. It's not, it was not. a good hot mess. Yeah, it was good hot yeah. mess. Good hot mess. Yeah. Good hot mess. That's good the that's mess. the perfect term for it. Like shout out to Lance was... Archer. Shout out. Um, shout out to who to else the women. Strong? The women that that saved shout out to it. Shida and Thunder Rosa. They both Shout in the barbecue. They saved it after the Matt Hardy situation. They bring uh, they bring the energy back, and I gotta Shout give to props to them. Shout out to Jurassic Express for looking strong in defeat against the Bucks. Shout out to Hangman and 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 and, and, and Kenny and FTR, FTR new tag team champions. I'm pretty sure they're gonna be yeah. champions for a while. I think yeah. those boys are one shot. Every every fun. champion that's uh, every male champion is a former WWE uh, super champion right now. Yep. Yeah, mm. and for all the, definitely all those, that the, the, the marks on all these forums are complaining about. For all those marks <laughs> that are out there complaining, every single one of your WWE, matter of fact, NXT discussion over. Yep, NXT. It's literally the whole independent series. So, um, overall, what do you rank this pay per view? Me personally, I give it a seven. I get yeah, I give it a seven. I would have gave it lower, but the the you know what I mean the three matches really brung brung yeah, a lot of I, it. You know what I mean? I can be okay with the seven. I would it would have honestly been a six and a half for me, but the three matches that were so strong, in particular the the, the last the the latter of them, the Sheeta and Thunder Rosa and Kenny and yeah. FTR, that brings it to a seven for me. Yeah. Definitely, the, honestly, the, definitely the lowest for me personally. It's it's only out of seven for the simple fact I didn't like. The booking decisions. I didn't like the placement of the matches, mm-hmm. and um, I didn't. Yeah, pretty much that's it. That and the the Matt Hardy situation. Man, yeah, those three, those three reasons right there brought it down to the seven. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is this is their weakest pay per view so far. But I mean, you know, listen, this is this, this, this was bound to happen. Mm-hmm. This was bound to happen. So you know. You ain't gonna hit a home run every time I bat. It took before we got a dull takeover, and a takeover yeah. still yeah. rare, you know, just like yeah. AEW. But you know, with that being said, we could do this all day. We're EA. Where can we find you at Good Of course, you can find me on Twitter at e.a. I'm also in the Facebook group. Highlight us, send us your comments, your hate mail, everything. Discussions <laughs> you wanted to talk about, we'll do it. Thanks, AJ. Where can I find you at? You can find me at kfabe underscore AJ on Instagram. You can find me at the Richie Moon Show on YouTube, all podcasts and platforms on the Instagram. You can find me at kfabe Avenue on Instagram. You can find me at kfabe Avenue on the Facebook on all major podcasts. You can find the kfabe Avenue podcast. That's where you can go to listen to us. Stop playing. Join our Facebook group at KSAFE Avenue. Like, share, subscribe our Facebook, uh, our YouTube channel. Like, share, oh, subscribe, give your, your comments, your thoughts. 
every uh, podcast, we usually have the visual version on YouTube, so check that out. Indeed. And, um, you can find us where all podcasts are provided, Apple, Spotify, Anchor. Yes, sir. So, with that being said, I have been Mr. Richie Moon. That has been Kayfabe AJ. That has been E.A. This has been our all-out review. Yes, sir. Take us home. Bye. <laughs> and good night. Bad.